When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Strava CBD coffee will improve the quality of your morning because it's rich in CBD and CBG and will have you feeling fantastic despite what kind of workouts you might be putting your body through. For me, it helps take away joint pains, chronic headaches, so much more than that after some of my longer and harder workouts. Plus, I have zero coffee jitters if I happen to have three or four cups a day, which can typically be my style, as you may know. Now you can get 25% off your first purchase when you use code DNVR at StravaCraftCoffee.com. I'm your host, Patrick Lyons, and on today's DNVR Rockies podcast, we talk about a job opening that could possibly allow you, yes, you listening to this, to work in Major League Baseball. Seriously, it's a real job opening in the NLS. Even if you might not qualify for it exactly, it is interesting to know what's going on behind the scenes for those that do work inside of Major League Baseball. Will Alex Rodriguez be the voice of Sunday Night Baseball? Is he a good fit? And we'll start with Bud Black. Is he on the hot seat? Now, I'm in a good mood right now, so this is a a difficult topic to jump on at the moment. I've been enjoying the snow. I don't know that winter is necessarily my favorite time of the year, but one thing I love to do, and I love doing it for about an hour, just came back inside, warming up with some Strava Craft coffee, is shoveling snow. Well, I have to be honest, I'm not shoveling as much as I've been in the past. Got a sweet little electric snowblower, got it on the cheap in the summer, looking for that bargain, and that bad boy is fantastic. So I'm enjoying keeping my front porch and driveway nice and tidy. I know I'm going to have to do it again in the morning on Thursday, but nevertheless, it's so quiet out. Everything's covered in white. Everything, there's got this uniformity about it in which it's so peaceful, and especially at nighttime too. If you go for a walk, if, you, if you've got enough streetlights around and it's safe enough for you, I, I'm just in a good mood. I'm in a good mood, so maybe now is a good time to talk about Bud Black in the final year of his current contract. Now, he signed a three-year extension ahead of the 2019 season, if you recall. Rockies had just gone to back-to-back postseasons, 2017, 2018. In fact, it was Buddy's first two years with the Rockies. And so one of the first things they did in spring training was sign this three-year contract extension that was going to be tacked on after the 2020 season. So now here we are in the final year of that deal. And you never really want to have a a lame duck manager. You never want to lame duck anything going into that final season where everything's kind of up in the air. Damned if you do, damned if you don't, almost in a sense. And so you have to think that behind the scenes, there's been some discussion about an extension. 
That is, if you want to keep Bud Black around. And I don't necessarily know there's a better candidate right now. There may be candidates that you might consider to be just as good as Bud Black for this current roster as it stands, but better than Bud Black for, again, what the 40-man roster is, what the 26-man roster might be next season. I know, of course, we still don't know yet if the Rockies are going to get that big power bat in the outfield, if they are going to have somewhat of a modest replacement at shortstop. They could turn the keys over to some of their younger players. Uh, a couple of rookies could be battling for the job out there at shortstop. But you have to think there's got to be at least a discussion about an extension. It, it has to be logical. However, Patrick Saunders recently, in a recent mailbag for the Denver Post, said that's not actually true. He, he did talk with GM Bill Schmidt, who did say that, you know, those talks could possibly be coming up in the next few months. And the Rockies could make that announcement. The Rockies could negotiate a deal with Bud Black because this lockout is between the players and the owners. So that means minor leaguers, coaching staffs, that's all business as normal for them. So they could negotiate something like that if they wanted to keep Bud Black around. Now, he is 10 games under 500 during his time with the Rockies. Still has the back-to-back postseasons, but we know how 2019, 2020, 2021 went. Again, we also know some of the issues with the roster, most obviously from this past year, the loss of Nolan Arenado. He's got 998 wins total when you combine his nine seasons with the Padres. And, you know, GM Bill Schmidt has worked with buddy for for quite a while you know a lot of these baseball people work with each other or at least have a relationship with one another for a very long time in fact when buddy was transitioning out of his playing career he was a scout for a while alongside bill schmidt with cleveland so they even have that rapport that goes back a ways and and we know gm bill schmidt was the vice president of scouting from 2007 up until just this past year when he became the interim GM and now he is the permanent GM. And so I think maybe the million dollar question has to be, does Bill Schmidt want his own manager in place? His guy, does he want that? Does he think that could maybe make a difference? And sometimes you have to have those kind of changes where you have a player's manager and then you got a hard ass. You got to, go back and forth a little bit to get the best of a group, especially if it's the same group. We saw that with Terry Francona, who was incredibly successful and in winning championships with the Boston Red Sox. And then once it became clear that he had kind of lost the clubhouse and became more of a players type manager, well, now it was time to switch some things up a little bit. Alex Cora did an incredibly great job and won a World Series himself with Boston. But you look back and see what Jeff Breidich did. And it's always controversial. It's always interesting. But he really wanted his own guy. And he got his guy. He, he got Bud Black soon after he took over. Now, Walt Weiss was the manager. And he resigned, basically citing the re relationship that he had with Jeff Breidich as being the nominal reason, right? Poor personal and professional relationship 
with Breidich, which that was in the beginning of Jeff Breidich's tenure with the Rockies. We probably should have seen where this thing was heading. But nevertheless, Breidich got his guy. Dan O'Dowd got his guy when, in Buddy Bell for the 2000 season. Now, granted, O'Dowd had taken over in September of, of 1999 and really didn't have to deal with appointing his own guy and, and removing the previous manager because he kind of fell into a situation in which Jim Leland had quit, like straight up quit. He had two more years left on his deal, talked about how he would never manage again if he walked away from this gig. It just wasn't a fit for him. He quit. And so O'Dad was able to put his guy in place. And we're just going to have to have a wait-and-see approach here, I think, at this point, about what's going to happen with general manager Bill Schmidt, manager Bud Black. Now, does he get fired during the course of the season? I don't think so. No, I, again, and unless things really fall off the rails, similar to what they were like in 2009 with Clint Hurdle, I think there were different expectations for that team in 2009 when Clint was ousted and, and Jim Tracy took over. Different situation, of course. But no, I, I don't think anyone wants to see this relationship end. And that's why I don't, I don't think he's going to be fired. But at the same time, like I said, I, I don't think there's a better candidate right now. There might be just as good candidates. And again, if you're you're running a team, you may want your guy in place. He might not necessarily be better than what you have, but you want your guy in place. Do you force that hand and remove the current manager you've got? No, I, I don't think that's going to happen here. I don't. I, I think it's just really we're going to have to wait and see. You know, there's a chance Buddy gets extended. There's, there's a chance that the writing could be on the wall, and that could depend on the win-loss record, and maybe in many ways it shouldn't, depending on what the roster looks like and depending on how difficult the NL West continues to be. But if Buddy can write the ship here with whatever roster they have, I think it would be fair to say, you know what, he's deserving of another three years. He could go on to be the longest tenured manager in Rockies history if he were to play out that entire three-year extension. I think it would be interesting to have a lineage for some players, Ryan McMahon, Ryan Maltapia, Antonio Senzatella, Kyle Freeland. I actually wrote about it this last offseason several weeks ago about players who've only had one manager or who've played underneath a manager for a certain amount of time. It's going to be six years for all those guys that I just mentioned. It's even going to be six years for a guy like Carlos Estevez and Herman Marquez that they've known only Bud Black as their manager. And so maybe for their sake, they may need just a change of pace a little bit. It's, it's a hard decision when you're dealing with such a quality manager and such a great clubhouse guy as Bud Black. That's a real hard decision. That is one of those decisions that I don't envy Bill Schmidt. That's one of the decisions that has to be made by a general manager that is not fun. There's a lot about being a GM that I imagine is a lot of fun. Sure, pretending like you're 
a fantasy owner trading players and talking about, you know, do I do this? Do I do that? Yeah. You know, calling up a guy and say, Hey, unfortunately we did have to trade you to Milwaukee. Those things happen. And that comes with the job as well. But to fire a guy who's done what Bud Black has done while in the purple pinstripes, that is definitely an unenviable situation. So we really are just going to have to wait and see what happens during the season with Bud Black to know if he's going to come back or if he should come back. To everybody looking to come down to the DNVR bar on the corner of Colfax in York, got to know that on Thursday, Avs are back with a watch party at 7 p.m. Buffs have a game as well at the same time. I'm sure we'll have at least one television on. Friday, watch party for the Denver Nuggets. As you know, whenever you're down at the bar, at one of these watch parties, we've got the sound turned on. It creates an amazing atmosphere. I was describing it to someone who had gone to a couple watch parties and they, they just couldn't believe the atmosphere down there. It was a member. They, they did get a bigger beer, of course, when you're a member of the DNVR.com. They started out with just the 50 cent membership for the first month. And then they went to the annual membership. They love getting their, their free shirt from DNVRlocker.com. But they kind of likened it to a minor league stadium, like a minor league baseball game type environment where, yeah, you're there you're to watch the game, but you're also there to hang out and be a part of the action and be entertained. And so when the game's not going on, there's still something happening, entertaining. There's all kinds of giveaways and opportunities for you to get discounts down at the bar. And from 3 to 6 p.m., there's drink specials, appetizer discounts, and so whether there's a watch party or not, it's a place that's always popping off. Do you want to mention also Saturday Avs at 5 p.m. watch party, 5 p.m. on Sunday for the Nuggets, and of course on Saturday is the big tailgate final game of the season for the Broncos. Hey, we know it's over, but you know what? You might as well go out with a blast. You can get tickets for the tailgate, all-you-can-eat sexy pizza, all-you-can-drink Breckenridge beer, you can also get a shuttle from the DNVR bar over to the stadium where the tailgating starts at 11 a.m. You don't have to worry about parking. You don't have to worry about a DUI. You're going to have a blast. Get your ticket at dnvrlocker.com. And if you're a member, you know you get a discount on that as well. That tailgate, of course, is all you can drink from Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. They're also our official seltzer. And guess what? You can have... All you can drink at your house if you get a 15-can sampler. Anywhere you get your alcohol, King Supers, Costco, come stocked with apple pear, black cherry, honeydew, mountain berry, and peach. The great part, too, is they're donating profits to the National Parks Conservation Association this year to help with prevention of forest fires. They were doing that before. They've even upped their donations now going forward. So it's good company, hard seltzer, really an easy choice for a great company. Speaking of which, we love companies that are doing their part to help save the world. And that's what Ball Aerospace and Technology has been doing because you know what? They practice diversity and inclusion within their company. Other corporations will talk about it as workplace idealism, but Ball is actually getting it done. They have a 100% corporate equality index score by the Human Rights Campaign. So objectively, your background, whatever it may be, even if you're from New Jersey, it's not going to prevent you from being successful. And guess what? It shouldn't. It's Colorado, baby. You're free to be your authentic self. And right now, you can be your authentic self 
and get hired if you've got some technical and mechanical skills to help them manufacture aluminum cans and bottles. All you got to do is text GOLDEN to 77222 and you'll get linked to their open positions. $27 an hour. Can't beat that. Comprehensive insurance. Active the day of hire. You can also go directly to jobs.ball.com and search for GOLDEN. That's jobs.ball.com search for golden or simply text golden to 77222 so you want to work in major league baseball well guess what have i got the opportunity for you no it's not in colorado it's not with the rockies it's not with dnvr either unfortunately it's actually in phoenix it's for the arizona diamondbacks there is a job opening that has been posted for a bullpen catcher to work for the arizona diamondbacks and I thought it would be interesting to kind of go through the bullet points of the duties and responsibilities, as well as the qualifications. And you may actually find that even if it's been a little while since your playing days, you might have more, you might tick off more boxes. You might be more qualified than you even realize. So here are the duties and responsibilities. First one, you got to attend major league spring training and designated camps slash workouts in the off season as necessary. Hey, gladly. Sounds a lot like an internship. You're going to be doing a lot of work all season long, even in the off season. But again, it's baseball. It's sports. Can't beat it. Also, number two, you spend the entirety of the 2022 season with the major league team, assisting the coaching staff with catching bullpens, preparing pitchers and catchers as determined by the coaching staff. Fantastic. I wonder if you would be required to go on a coffee run to make sure as this could be a key contribution for preparing pitchers. Not sure if that's going to be part of the more detailed duties and responsibilities, but nevertheless, okay, got it. I'll be anywhere you need me to be. Number three, work with the pitching staff and run prevention coordinator to help ensure that bullpen practice habits align with pitcher development plans. Okay, run prevention coordinator. Is this what we're calling pitching coaches now? If so, I do like that. <laughs> run prevention coordinator. Fantastic. But you got to remember, Vince Lombardi said it, practice does not make perfect. Only perfect practice makes perfect. Sure, he's a football guy, but he's the football guy, one of the greatest coaches of all time. And it's funny how often we hear pitchers talk about not having their stuff while in the bullpen, and then they go out on the mound and throw eight shutout innings. Strange, but you know what? You've got to practice perfect, and you got to be doing it in the bullpen with those sessions. So, hey, if you want to apply for this job, you got to know that is part of your responsibilities. You also need to assist with different components of the advanced process for upcoming opponents as needed. Okay, that seems complicated and a bit wordy, but really, before and after games, you got to research upcoming series and matchups. It's really the one thing that has helped separate and elevate players like Tony Walters, who obviously he was not a bullpen catcher. He was a big league catcher, but he prepared, right? There was an advanced process for him. It's, it's why he was nicknamed, amongst many things, Tony Papers. Called him Tony Papers because he always had papers. He always had numbers. He always had matchup statistics to look at to try and gain that edge. And that's a huge component of being successful. And that's something that a bullpen catcher does. Got to communicate effectively with the coaching staff and players. Ensure that messaging with the players is well aligned with the vision, goals, and strategies set by the coaching staff. Being bilingual definitely helps. 
You're going to have to take orders and you need to understand the organization's protocol. That is huge. That is one thing that got Mike Schilt fired from his position with the St. Louis Cardinals. He wasn't following the Cardinal way as it were. And despite being a, a finalist for the National League Manager of the Year Award, he was out on his ass. All right, now what are the required qualifications? How about this? I'll, I'm going to give you the preferred qualifications because now you'll feel a little bit better. You'll feel like you're closer to getting a job with a major league team on a major league roster a lot more so. All right, you need to have a moderate level of technical proficiency, particularly in Microsoft Office products. You probably got that already. Okay, check. Look at that. You're one step closer to working for the D-backs. Strong knowledge of the advanced and self-scouting processes. All right, you, you might be able to build those abilities if you don't have them already. And finally, ability to communicate and connect with non-English speaking staff and players. Again, that might be a challenge at first, but the more you practice another language, the more you are immersed in that, the more you're going to pick up the quicker you're going to pick it up as well. All right, so these were the required qualifications. Ability to catch multiple bullpens daily. You got strong wrists. You got calloused hands. Can you deal with that? Because you're going to have to do that up to seven days a week, according to this listing. And yes, that means you might not get any off days. And this might mean that when you're ready to go back to your locker and coaches and, and start work on that upcoming series, right? All that advanced process. We mentioned in the duties and responsibilities, no, you got to help the last reliever on the bench who hasn't pitched in a week and wants to throw an extra bullpen, get your butt out there and help them out. You need to have a strong level of intellectual curiosity and openness. Basically, a lot of thinking outside the box, aiming for that edge that will separate you, your coaching staff and team from the opponent and the ability to bring a positive attitude and energy to the ballpark every day with a mindset committed to serving the needs of the team. I'm definitely checking off this box today. I think I am most days, but I, like I said, I was in a good mood because of all that, that snow I removed from my driveway. And I tell you what, when I go to the ballpark, even if I am dragging, I'm in a good mood. How can you not be? How can you not be? But it's that last part. You got to have a mindset committed to serve the needs of the team. And so, oof, that, you know what? Got to say it. It might require you doing a little bit of laundry. It's part of the job. It's part of the job. That's how you're going to go about paying your bills. Unless you know your stuff when it comes to DraftKings. Because we've hit the final week of the pro football regular season, as well as college football heading into the national championship game. And DraftKings Sportsbook has an unbelievable offer to get all fans in on the action for this exciting time on the football calendar. Now, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win their game. And if they do, you win $200 in free bets. That's it. Don't miss out on this action. You can also get in on the action with same game parlays. What you do is combine multiple bets from the same game to get an even bigger payout. So the more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DNVR, and new customers can bet just $5 on any football team, college or pro, and win $200 in free bets if they're victorious. That's promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, 
Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. The first step to good health is taking care of your mouth. It's so true. And the folks at Green Mountain Dental Group, they've been pivotal in keeping those of us at DNVR in great shape in that department. Same is true for our DNVR listeners who've switched to Green Mountain Dental Group over the years to make them their permanent family dentist. They're extreme Colorado sports fans just like us. So now when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, you're going to receive a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group, only 15 minutes from downtown Denver, but a million miles better than the rest. One of the more interesting pieces of news to come out on day 36 of the lockout has to do with a retired player, and it's has to do with a retired player and not even anything with his Hall of Fame candidacy. We're not even getting into that aspect when it comes to Mr. Alexander Emmanuel Rodriguez, as there's been some discussion at ESPN that, much like with the success of the Manning cast with Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, two brothers that work so well together, that maybe doing that with someone like A-Rod would work. I don't know that that can work. I, I don't know if that is possible. Look, we, we know the Manning cast works because those guys are literally brothers and they, they just have an amazing rapport. So that's all you need. You just need two people with amazing rapport over the course of you know decades, quite possibly, at least a decade, you'd have to think. And A-Rod himself, he's upset a lot of people in the past on his team, against his team during his playing days. And so that really reduces the people you could probably pair with him. I think in many ways, I, I, I like the entertainment factor of A-Rod and David Ortiz, but they may be very much, you know, two sides of the same coin. They may be very similar, right? Two power hitters playing for a team out East, one with the Red Sox, one with the Yankees. So you don't have a pitcher in there to maybe share some tales. I think that could be an interesting pairing, but the fact that ESPN didn't float that already lets you know that, eh, you know what, they they want to keep those two guys separate from one another. And so if you need to have two people that are teammates or have some kind of connection with one another, a couple people come to mind. A couple pairs come to mind. Sean Casey and Jim Tomei are good friends. Sean Casey is very entertaining, very jovial. I don't know anyone that dislikes Sean Casey, but I could see how maybe some people would. You know, he's he's known as the mayor because of the way he's able to get along with everybody. You know, both those guys are first basemen. That's certainly a trait of a first baseman is, you know, you might talk your ear off. Sean Casey definitely did that. And he's he's an incredibly likable guy, has great stories, had a fantastic career. And and Jim Tome, as as one of his closest friends. Hey, he's got that same Hall of Fame pedigree that Alex Rodriguez does, except Tomei's actually in the Hall of Fame. Kevin Millar, Chris Rose. Hey, those two guys have some great rapport. Chris Rose getting a shout on back-to-back days. Not even a huge Chris Rose guy, but hey, here he is coming up. Intentional Talk was a very good show, and it was very sad to hear that it was ending because of the rapport that they had. 
because of the relationship those two guys were able to develop over time. And, you know, they're they're a little bit older, but nevertheless, you know, they've got good stories. They play off each other really well. And much like with the Manning cast, you're going to bring in a third guest anyway. You're going to bring somebody else in. And so that's a pairing I think that would be really interesting. We've got a couple other names that have already been in the industry that could ruffle a couple feathers. How interesting. And I'd laugh at this because really there would probably be some backlash. And I don't know how much of this guy I could take every week, but I don't know. Maybe maybe people would hate watch it. I don't know. How about Chris Russo and just about any player on the planet that he would annoy, which would probably be any player, preferably a Yankee because he loves to kill the Yankees. He loved doing that back when he was just a New York sports guy. Love to kill the Yankees. Love to kill the Mets too, but that's that's an easy target that everyone loves to kill. But Chris Russo, that he could be too all over the place. That would be interesting to say the least. That would get people interested at least in the first week. After that, I don't know. Mark DeRosa is another one of those New York guys. I think he could be maybe a bit bothersome to those in the Midwest. He's got a lot more of that New York style accent and aggression. Chris Russo is just, he's just a live wire. Pedro Martinez has always been someone I thought was entertaining and has great stories. Yonder Alonso has been really good. Hey, he's a former Rocky in 2019. Don't forget he was brought in during the second half before he called it a career. He's done a nice job for MLB Network. I've been enjoying watching him work his way up the ladder. Got to see him at the All-Star game. He even called the Fall Stars game down in Scottsdale at Salt River Fields. It was awesome getting a chance to see him there as well. But there are some other Rockies connections. There's 10 to 15 former Rockies that are in and around the game in some capacity as play-by-play analyst, color analyst, field analyst, in-studio host, all around the game of baseball that, while I don't know how many of them would be a good fit for a job with Sunday Night Baseball as they are looking to mix some things up. They are talking about having Carl Ravage go back to doing play-by-play with Eduardo Perez, who I really enjoy, along with former Yankees pitcher David Cohn doing analysis. I think he's a great fit. He does wonderful work over there on the Yes Network. I think Keith Hernandez for SNY has been great. But if we're looking at people with Rockies connections that maybe you can cross your fingers and if you know them and you have some rapport with them as a fan, you might be really happy to see someone like Ellis Burks maybe work his way up the ladder a little bit nationally. He does color commentary for Red Sox games over at Nesson. Cubs have a couple in-house. Jason Hamill, he does more studio stuff with the Cubs for Marquee Network, but someone that we got to see here at AT AT&T Sportsnet for a while. She got the bump up to the big city of Chi-Town, Taylor McGregor. She's definitely someone that I could see on the come up, and she's really starting to build a great resume for herself. In Minnesota, you got LaTroy Hawkins. You got Justin Morneau doing some color analysis on Valley Sports North. Todd Zeal. Does that for the Mets. Very, very brief Rocky guy. You don't think about him as a Rocky because he was with so many other teams and and had much more success in those other locations. But he's also with the Mets at SNY. Guy a lot of Rockies fans love. We've mentioned him recently on the podcast for his relationship with 
Atlanta reliever Tyler Matzik. It's Michael McHenry. Yeah, he was doing color analysis for the Pirates recently at the AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. A trio of left-handed Rockies pitchers, Sean Estes, Jeremy Affelt, Javier Lopez, they're all doing that color analyst thing with the San Francisco Giants. Also with the Giants, some of you might remember, some of you are probably too young to remember. I am also too young to remember. Dwayne Kuyper doing play-by-play for the Rockies in their first year, 1993. He was actually calling games just, just one year. It was in and out before going over with the Giants. Does play-by-play for KNBR Radio, NBC Sports, Bay Area. Kuyper and Crook, like legendary play-by-play tandem. I was talking with somebody today, and, and, and he was going on and on about how good those guys are when you listen to their commentary and you listen to their play-by-play. Also from 1993, an original Rocky, Mark Grant, Mudcat. He does color for the Padres with Bally Sports San Diego. Alana Rizzo, we know, used to work for Root Sports Rocky Mountain when they had Rockies coverage. She's a CU Boulder graduate. She's a CU Boulder graduate, received her master's in broadcast journalism there. You might recall the name Tim Dillard from his playing days with the Sky Sox. Yeah, sure, it was when they were a Brewers affiliate, but he's doing color commentary for the Brewers with Bally Sports Wisconsin. And last but not least, the one that might ruffle a couple of feathers because there really is no connection between the player and the team. But Dante Bichette down there in Florida does color for Tampa Bay, and he would be great to have back at Coors Field to see him around the ballpark calling games. And really the last person I do want to mention as someone whose star is rising, his stock is increasing day by day and is becoming more and more well-known nationally. You saw him during the All-Star game as the host as the host for the Home Run Derby. He's got a show on MLB Network Radio on Sirius XM. Ryan Spielborgs has been a name that's been very entertaining. I don't know if he's big enough of a name to, to immediately jump to ESPN, but he's definitely someone to watch in the industry as someone who everything he does is really fantastic, is really enjoyable. And he's got his shtick kind of worked out just right. He's, he's very entertaining. I love Spilly. I, I get to see him at the ballpark. Nice guy. Cordial says hi to everybody. Give him the fist bumps. Good dude overall. He's doing big things, and he's he's probably tops on this list of former Rockies players in Major League Baseball, color commentary, play-by-play, whose stock could see him or her go to that next level. I can really see that for Ryan Spielberg's here in the next couple of seasons. One last piece of tidbit I want to tell you here on January 6th is to go buy some coins. And it, it's not, not Bitcoin, it's not Dogecoin, it's not even an NFT. It's, it's a real actual coin. Today, Thursday, January 6th, you can actually buy some unique baseball coins as part of the Negro League Baseball Commemorative Coin Program. They announced this a few months back, and now they are finally being released. You can go check these out online. I'll leave a link in the podcast description so you can see what these look like. Maybe even order some for yourself. They've created some beautiful $5 and $1 coins 
unfortunately, none of which actually cost $5 or $1. The cheapest one that they have is $33. And the most expensive one is a three-coin proof set that costs nearly $800. And no, I don't really know what three-coin proof set means other than that there's three coins in there. But you can check these out. They're beautiful if you're into the coin collecting or if you know someone who is or you just want to get them something that commemorates the Negro Leagues. It's wonderful partially because there's a surcharge in the amount of $5 for each half-dollar coin sold that's going to actually be paid to the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum in Kansas City for educational and outreach programs and exhibits. That's fantastic. You can actually make an impact, a lasting impact going forward. Now, they've got this really cool Jackie Robinson silver medal coin that carries the same design as the Jackie Robinson congressional gold medal that was produced by the U.S. Mint back in 2003, which honored Jackie as a baseball great, civil rights leader, political activist. On the one side, it says Jackie Robinson, a lifetime of advocacy for social justice and human dignity. And then on another, it's a great quote of his that a life is not important except in the impact it has on others' lives. I just love this. And a final wrinkle that I find to be pretty neat is one of these coins, the cheapest one, coincidentally, was actually produced at the Denver Mint. They're all, all produced in different mints around the nation. And that one that's 33 bucks. guess what? It was actually made in Denver. So I think it, it, it ties everything together in a real neat way. And it's great to be able to report on something that's you know pretty positive in regards to baseball and something that shines light on the Negro Leagues and, and gives back and supports those educational programs that Bob Kendrick, the president of the Negro Leagues Museum, has been doing down in, in Kansas City. And it's a wonderful, lasting legacy for class of 2022 Hall of Famer Buck O'Neill. Yes, we can finally say that. We can finally say that. As far as who else joins Buck and the other five guys that were elected thanks to the committees, we're going to be finding out about that in about three weeks. January 25th is the day. We'll have a good week-plus buildup starting on the 17th, Hall of Fame week-plus, where we'll actually go through the ballot. We'll go position by position. We'll talk about the all-time greats of the game the all-time greatest Rockies player. Where do they belong? And again, look, we know it's Todd Helton. We know it's Larry Walker as Hall of Famers. But there are other guys that made an impact. And we're in the Hall of Very Good. And, and we certainly should talk about them, especially if we're going to talk about the Rockies getting their own Hall of Fame. I am so excited. There's been such conversation in the Rockies community if you haven't already seen it. I think there was an article on Rocks pile about it. Mark Knudsen and Manny Randawa. If you haven't checked out their podcast, got to give them a shout out. They talked to uh, one of my good buddies, Paul Parker, the former team historian for the Colorado Rockies. Loved hearing Paul on that podcast, talking about who he thinks should be in the Rockies Hall of Fame. Because if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you know that I've been talking about this for a couple of years now. It's It was in 2018. And I'm, I'm going to have to retell this story numerous times until it actually happens. But in 2018, on opening day, going into Chase Field, 
back at the site of the NL wildcard game and where Archie Bradley hit the triple herd around the world, or at least in the Rocky Mountain region. And Chase Field opened up, got there early. It was my first time in the ballpark, getting all excited for opening day and, and what could be for the Rockies 2018 season, what ultimately ended up being as far as a postseason appearance and a wildcard win. But the Diamondbacks, who have five less years of history, they had their own Hall of Fame. They were commemorating all of the great moments and players in their history, and their history is very similar to the Rockies. Sure, they won the big game. They won the World Series in 2001, but the Rockies at least got there in 2007 and have had a lot of notable players come through their ranks. They now have a Hall of Famer. The Diamondbacks do not have more history than the Colorado Rockies. Give me a break. So it will be four years this April that it became very apparent that the thing the Rockies were needing more than anything was a Hall of Fame. You guys deserve that out there. We all deserve that out there. And the players, the family, the Rockies community, the Rockies employees, they deserve the Hall of Fame. So I'm just so excited that this conversation is really starting to blossom. We'll get into all that as well during Hall of Fame week. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rockies. I'm at Patrick D. Lyons, and you can email me directly. I want to hear from you, whether you're a member or otherwise, whether you get that bigger beer when you're down on the corner of Colfax and York at the DNVR bar, whether you get that or not, I want to hear from you. Patrick at the DNVR.com. My DMs are open on Twitter. Hit me up anytime, day or night, on the old email or Twitter DM tip. And leave a review for this podcast wherever you listen to it. It's super important for the good old iTunes and Apple podcast algorithms, all that jazz. Please, that's the least you could do, especially if you're not a member. Just take a second. Love going in to read some of those comments out on the show as well. That would be of great appreciation. So for DNVR Sports, I'm Patrick Lyons. Another great one in the books. But you know what they say, momentum is only as good as tomorrow's podcast. We'll see you then. The folks over at Green Mountain Dental Group deserve to take some credit for those smiling Colorado sports fans around town, especially those of our DNVR listeners who've switched over to Green Mountain Dental Group in recent years to make them their permanent family dentist. They took great care of Allie and Lindsay, and they're ready to do it for you as well. So schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam to receive a free Sonicare toothbrush from Green Mountain Dental Group located only 15 minutes from downtown Denver.